0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Cast of the Consultants, where we teach future Survivor players how to play the game by criticizing current players. I'm one of your hosts, Ryan Stacey, and tonight we are talking about the fourth episode of Survivor 44. I'm Felicia, not by Felicia, I'm Felicia. And I'm joined by my two wonderful co-hosts, both in person, for one second time this season, actually. It happens. Half the 50-50 so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Derek Kubachuk. Hello! And Josh Wessler. Hello! So we just watched episode four. And while it had its fun moments, we get a big new twist that we won't spoil yet. But I'm just going to say I don't like it. Shocker coming from Ryan. (laughs) I don't like it. I don't like it. Back in my day, we didn't have this kind of crap.
1: Back in my day.
0: (laughs) And maybe the old man yells at Cloud of the podcast. But damn it, I will yell at this
1: Cloud. Well, when the cloud looks like a horrible Survivor twist, yes. You have me? Well,
0: Sometimes you have to cl- call a cloud a cloud and a horrible twist a horrible twist.
1: That's actually just uh, skywriting that says knowledge is power. <laughs> yes. It's not even a real <laughs> cloud. Jeff is flying the plane. <laughs> what did you guys think of the episode? Thoroughly entertaining. I I think maybe my second most entertaining of the season a lot of bad gameplay again a lot of people who think they're good at survivor and aren't and a lot of people who maybe don't give themselves enough credit and are doing fairly well i'm excited to talk about it i don't think there's a lot of bad
2: gameplay yeah i didn't actually think there was much bad gameplay i mean like a couple things that we'll end up mentioning but yeah fact, I only at everyone who survived the vote and survived the episode i would only put one person in the negative yeah. Interesting. Okay. I thought it was a solid episode. Like, I didn't think it was, like, amazing or anything, but I had fun watching it. You know, a couple of twists and turns here and there. I was uh, consistently finding myself waiting to see how things played out, which is always good for Survivor. Well, should we jump into it? Let's do the it. The
1: best spoilers. Three, two,
2: one.
0: Okay. All right. Let's get into this episode proper. So we start over on Soka, where Josh kind of sees himself as the swing boat between two couples... Uh, we have Danny and Heidi, and then we have Franny and Matt, and he's in a really powerful position. Cut to Danny, Franny, Matt, and Heidi all talking about the four of them working together in a couple's alliance to take out Josh. Which I gotta say, I you know, if this tribe stayed together, love that move. You know, because then you have a united front going into the next stage of the game. You got a united
1: four. I like that. And at least two solid voting blocks. So it, it it's not unfair to any parties involved. I don't like that eliminating Claire has essentially preserved the duo in favor of Josh. But I do think this tells us it, it confirms what we were talking about last week that Josh is not a very good social player. If people are so quick to cast him aside as the easy next vote in favor of a power couple, that's, that's telling <laughs> that's people telling don't
2: trust him. And this will be interesting because we make comments about, you know, strong tribes that don't really go to tribal council, how they're going to fare after the merge. I think this tribe is set up the best out of any of the three tribes just because of the options they have. If they don't go to tribal again before the merge, they have five people that seem like they could end up working together in some way, shape, or form. If they go tra- to tribal once, they could eliminate someone like Josh, as it stands right in this moment, and then have a really strong four. And even if they go to tribal twice, or, or like if they, if they go to tribal with... Josh not being there for some particular reason mm-hmm. why would that be they they can go back to you know Eliminating someone from the duo and just work from there So I, I just really like how the dynamic of this tribe is going to lay out for them long term
1: And it sounds like in particular for you you're saying it favors Danny and Heidi Yeah, the, the core group that was
2: making the decision last week.
1: Yeah over on Tika The group finds
0: two little red sticks in the shape of an X inside of the bird cage. So try trying to figure out, did one of us put it there? Did production put that there? Is that a new clue? Cut to flashback time where Carolyn, great, great stuff. I love this. Carolyn put the two like Little Red Sticks there as an X and then put two other Little Red Sticks at their camp underneath the log and hid the fake idol that she got out of the birdcage in the log. So lo and behold, Sarah's going to find it and get a fake idol. She's going to believe for the entire episode this is a real idol and it is so dang funny.
2: I can't believe that this actually... Works. I mean, it does because you have the note and the wrapping and everything to kind of prove it yep. and convince them. So as with all of the other fake idols uh, so far in this game... Not by Matthew. It's it's still a little manufactured, but I like the idea behind it, at least. At least there's some creativity coming from Carolyn with it. Yeah, and she's like, you know, this seems like a little hard
0: to believe, but in this era of Survivor with all this dumb BS, uh, yeah, this could totally work,
1: and it totally works. It, it was funny. It, it was not framed as a dig at production. Absolutely dig at production. But for those of us who interpret it that way, it could have been perceived as a dig on production. This is so stupid. It probably shouldn't work. It 100% worked. A couple seasons ago, I was saying, I can't believe Nora did that, or I can't believe Nora said that. Carolyn is the Nora reincarnate, hopefully with uh, a nicer real-life personality, and I I believe that is the case. So uh, from now on, it is, I can't believe Carolyn did it, and she got away. We can't keep letting her get away with this. (laughs) You know what? I
0: can absolutely believe she did this, and... No, no, I'm coming more. I'm coming more around on this Carolyn train. I don't know if she can win, but uh, you know she's got some
1: skills. Oh, there's something to her. Absolutely, I would say to to maybe spoil my who can't win this game. It's not Carolyn anymore. I I also am off the Carolyn train. I did that
2: last week. Yeah, you did. You did. What a hipster.
1: Reward challenge. Uh, Soka
0: is going to win reward. Uh, Ratsu gets second. But that's not the important stuff. Who cares? They get tarps. The big thing in this episode is we get another mystery adventure island. Soka wins. So they get to send one person from each of the other two tribes and one person from their own tribe. So, you know, they pick Carson and Jamie. Okay, fine, whatever. But they also send Josh. So the question is, did Josh volunteer or did they send him, the person they want to vote out next, to mystery adventure island to possibly get an advantage? We do not know.
2: If they sent Josh, that was stupid. If Josh volunteered, well, what do you do? (laughs) And regardless of uh, this being because of what ends up happening, let's just pretend like it is regular Mystery Adventure Island, that, you know, you have chances at idols or any sort of other advantages. If you are really serious about taking Josh out at the next vote, that is the reason why this is stupid. Not because he could, you know, disappear off to a different tribe. What happens here is
0: completely unprecedented and it is nobody's fault. Nobody can be blamed for this. What is about to happen? Except production.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. But yeah, we need to go into this assuming that this is another mystery adventure island trip. We need to go into it assuming you're you're going to have the chance at an idol or a chance at, mm-hmm. at an advantage. And when when it happened, in I guess not in real time, but as the episode was airing and I was watching it, I said, Josh had to have volunteered. And they just, both sides feel like they need to keep up the facade sure. and let him go out there. And then if he thinks he's with them, whoever them happen to be then they can still vote him out and blindside him. But I I still don't like it. And this was one of the things I was referring to when I said this is – questionable gameplay questionable. it's just but what's hard is we don't have all of yeah, the information exactly. so I kind of just didn't kind of ignore it because we didn't get enough uh, and we kind of glossed over it for a second but I, I really like the Jamie pick to go honestly because of the way that women have been voted out yeah. so far on this season I think if you want to shake things up it's almost default maybe go with a woman at this point yeah. you Surprised know I, they
2: didn't pick uh, Carolyn or Sarah uh, I, right there already
0: went so that there might be a thing where you can't go if you've been yeah. already so Carolyn Does yeah this? so <laughs> so
1: probably send Carolyn unless you know there's something between the lines there i don't want to generalize like this but i feel like on this season the contestants have no choice at this point because i mean we're losing another woman tonight yep. again not to spoil the ending but everyone listening to the podcast you've been warned so that's everyone who's been voted out has been a woman yep so that, that we we're still going what was the zach wortenberger tweet ryan yes josh found a tweet from zach wortenberger
0: saying like so and it was a poll. Uh, at the end of this episode, are there going to be more women or idols in the
1: game? And it turns out it's tied 5-5. Five, five. <laughs> five, Ouch. 5-5 five, yeah. five idols, 5 women. That is terrible. And, and I apologize. I just heard that right. I didn't remember that Josh was the one who shared it. I should have passed the credit on to him. He's our Twitter guy. So... Yeah. So, all credit to Josh for finding that. Oh, thank you. Thank you. All credit to Zach for the top tier tweet. That is an amazing tweet, Zach. Uh, And and Zach Wurtenberger is a top tier first boot survivor follow. Yeah. I (laughs) must say. No, (laughs)
0: technically he's the second boot, but whatever. You're right. You're right. First person voted out. Yes. So mystery adventure island, they're going, they're going up the way to the their little little challenges. Oh wait, it's not a little prisoner's dilemma or anything this time. They all just get hidden immunity idols.
2: Congratulations!
0: Uh, what are we doing? Survivor handouts now. Uh, <laughs> back in my day, back in my day, <laughs> <laughs> you had to find your idols. No, they they all get hidden immunity idols. They expire when everyone lives on the same beach. I think the implication there is we're doing that. Kind of weird pseudo merge thing, half merge. So because they all live on the same beach, yeah.
1: They don't use the word merge. Yeah.
0: So it's the thing before the merge that we've been doing in this era, quote unquote, era of survivor.
1: And at that point, they are no good.
0: Yep. So yeah, up until then, so play these early and often.
1: The second you
0: have an opportunity. Yep. Essentially, this is a safety net it's for what's about net. to happen. Which you know <laughs> we
1: we've, we've gotten this before though, haven't
2: we? Uh, like like
0: once Edge of Extinction. Um, Edge of Extinction. Um, they came back into the game with half an idol. Gotcha. And they had to make it through the first tribal council to get the other half. Yeah, yeah. So they got half an idol. They gave the other half to somebody else. They both both people had to make it through the tribal council, and then they could be reforged as a real idol. Oh. And I think
1: we were okay with that one because it required social yeah. and strategic, I don't know, class to get it done. This is just. I mean, this 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 makes me sound uh, like I'm on a certain end of a political political spectrum, but like this is a handout. I I just said that. I'm sorry. I, didn't, I, I yeah, just said that. I, I don't remember this. Uh, but yeah, we're just giving these things away. We're just like, giving them away. Yeah. Who's paying for these idols? Who's paying for these idols? I'm sure somewhere in the back end, Tony's fire tokens that he extorted from Ben and Nick paid for... <laughs>
0: I can <laughs> my dad to buy with fire tokens. <laughs> Our taxpayer fire tokens are going towards these items. Where's idols. the peanut butter? I want to make it clear we're making fun of these people.
1: <laughs> yes. yes, I have something that I just want to say really quickly about this twist that bothers me because this is this is this is a loose tie-in to Jeff's podcast, which is something else that is going on overall. If you're a Survivor fan, you should listen to this podcast. It's very insightful. Ours is better, but there's something that Jeff says in one of them. He says, "I'm trying to give." Choices to the players, and to his credit, and I into reference earlier podcasts from us, we like it when contestants have choices. But what is really bugging me is that these production manufactured like uh, multiple choice choices. It's like coming to a fork in the road. And you get to decide whether or not you go left or right. But here's the problem. That is an illusion of a choice. These roads were constructed long ago by production to lead you exactly where you're going to go eventually rather than being more of an open world survivor community like it used to be in the olden days. I'm not saying we need to get rid of all advantages, though it still would be fun for a season. This is just this is an illusion of choice, and I don't want anyone to be okay with it when there is a better way to do yep. it. So this is an illusion of choice. Don't let them fool you. The other part you were referring to where this happened before
0: is with the outcast twist. When they came back into the game, they were given immunity for the first mm. round. So that's the other one where this happened. But the other part of this twist, because yeah, we we didn't even talk about that yet. Besides the hidden immunity idols, they all get sent to a new tribe. Each, all three of these people, Josh, Jamie, and Carson. They have to draw a buff out of their bag, and they get sent to a new tribe. So it is a tribe swap, but with one person. Technically. So
1: Derek gets like half credit on his bold prediction from last week. this is
0: completely unprecedented, I'm giving you full credit. Yes! I'm giving you three-quarters credit. Three Uh, out of five. (laughs) Carson ends up on the new Ratu tribe. Josh joins Tika, and Jamie joins Soka. I hate this. Yeah.
2: This is garbage. You know, I like the... I like that we're finally getting back into mixing people around on tribes because we haven't had that for the last like three seasons, but do it one of two ways. Either just do a full tribe swap mm-hmm. or do an optional mutiny yep. where, you know, they they walk up here and they say, congratulations, you can get an idol maybe. Yep. Maybe, maybe that's what it is, but you have to switch tribes. Yeah, yeah okay, here we go. This is a hidden
0: immediate idol that is good until the merge, whatever. You can take this, but you have to switch tribes, and you will draw off to randomly decide which tribe you go to. Yeah. If you don't want it, if you don't want the idol, you don't do anything, and you go back to your tribe, and maybe to really incentivize it, you go back to your tribe, but you lose your vote.
2: Yeah, if you really want yeah. to push it.
0: Yeah. This is something that Survivor has not done enough, is the mutiny. Just give them the option to, to, to jump. They did it in Thailand. Nobody took the offer. I think they did it one other time. That the islands? Candace. The Candace. Season. Well, no, there was another time I think they did it that it didn't air, because oh, nobody took it. I oh. think there was one other season where they did it. Then they did it in Cook Islands, famously with Candace and Penner. And then it was an option on Token Sheens. That was very. They only brought it up like once, but like on Exile Island, two people went to Exile Island. One That's of right. you would get the idol clue and the choice to mutiny. No one took it. I think if you keep putting that in, I think somebody's going to take it. It's going to be really It's been fun. a while
2: then if the, if Exile Island was the last one. Like, yeah, Token Sheens, I think it was the last it's
1: one. It's been a decade since we've given and, them the option for it. Well, and I can see Jeff being. Say, saying something along the lines of. Well, no one ever chose to mutiny. It, you know, it barely ever happened, so we just took it out of there. Mm-hmm. But that's, again, you know, there's plenty of things that the contestants don't do. I never see them standing on their heads and juggling coconuts with their feet, but they're still allowed to do it. Even more to the point, Jeff, we're in a new era,
0: as you keep saying. they are more likely to do I it now. again. I,
1: I agree. I, I think in new era Survivor people will be more keen to mutiny. Yeah. As they probably should be. Sometimes. 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 Very rarely. Yes.
2: But if you put three people out there all with the same
1: choice to do it, and you do it, I don't know, once or twice in the pre-merge, it might happen. And and why I like it for this situation, the team that's sending people to Mystery Adventure Island, we've talked about the ideal strategy is trying to pick someone that will shake up the tribes that have to send them by force. This is a chance to really shake that up. Because if you do land on the right person, and then we go with our whole, like, maybe you get an idol if you mutiny, that can really shake things up. So give him the option. Yeah, this 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 was not a choice.
0: This was no choice here.
1: Which, the last time we went to Mystery Adventure Island, in season 44, it wasn't really a choice either. Like, you had a choice to do it a second time or whatever, but... I think the more
0: important thing to note here is, and this is us being consultants future seasons, anybody who's listening who's going on 45 and beyond, don't go to Mystery Adventure Island under any circumstances. Don't go. Do not volunteer. It is a trap. It is just a trap. The rare occasion you get a good thing is the exception to the rule. Do not go. And then you're a target. (laughs) Yep. Don't go.
1: I still disagree with this. There is a circumstance to go if you feel that you're next and you're on the bottom. Fine.
0: Okay. 99% of the time you're good. But if you are next and you know it, fine. Yes. Any other situation, do not go. I just wanted to throw in that
1: caveat but for the most part i agree with you i think we should
0: stop doing mystery adventure island for a while i'm kind Re- of over it give a
1: break <laughs> retire it we'll have it for 45 though
0: yeah. so we get the whole switcheroo so josh joins tika he tells everyone he's a physical trainer but they overheard like soka talking during a previous challenge that josh should do that that thing where they had to get the ball up the snake challenge and since he has steady hands he should do it so one of them i don't remember who it was is like oh are you a surgeon i think it might have been sarah yeah he's
2: totally a surgeon but uh, he's like, no, I'm a physical trader. None of them believe him. And I don't think we saw on the other tribe if he if this is the lie that he's going with. Because like if he told this other tribe that he's a surgeon, but now he's lying to this tribe, I don't understand why. If he's been going with the whole personal trainer thing from the beginning, then whatever.
0: Over on Ratu, Carson joins. He's like, yeah, uh, Jam Jam's running the show with Carolyn over there. Matthew decides to bring Carson with some really solid, definitely not fake intelligence. The first part's true. He's like, yeah, Brandon played the idol the first night. So went back into the game. Jamie found the second idol it was a fake idol but Carson doesn't need to know that so I really like that for Matthew
2: yeah how do we feel about this because this is dangerous like yep. the, the, the concept of sharing too much information is dangerous the fact that he's sharing information about a fake idol that's where you know it's it's different but there's enough here for deniability
0: I think plausible deniability he'd be like oh my god I, I didn't know it was a fake idol he, he could play that card, potentially.
2: Now, what if Carson goes to other tribe members and uses the information against, like, Matthew? It's like, Matthew told me all this stuff that's going on. Yep. That could be an easy way to lose some trust within your, your tribe be. if you're
1: Matthew. It could be. And, and we're touching on a question we actually got tonight, which is how quick should you divulge info to new tribe members or mutiny tribe members or swapped-in tribe members? And when is it too soon? Well, the, the risk you run
0: it is a really tough balance because if you do it too soon you lose your leverage but if you do it too late other people can get in on the ground floor before you so you know you got to really gauge out the person who's coming over uh, it seems like carson's got a pretty solid social game so I, I don't blame matthew for doing it so early so it really
2: depends we also don't it's been a while since this tribe has been to tribal yep. and we don't really know where those lines are falling Truth. yet so you know is matthew in the majority on his tribe i really don't know it, it, seems, it, it, like it. seems like he's close with jamie and then but Anyone outside of that, I I don't think we really know. And even if you are in a quote-unquote majority, if that majority is only a difference of one, okay, congrats, like you just swapped out Carson, so there's a lot of danger there. I see the benefit of it, but it is risky. I, yep.
1: wa- I want to look at this one in a vacuum because like all good things, of course, this depends. It depends on the swap. It depends on the ratios. It depends on your alliance. Let's look at this one because Josh already kind of touched on the numbers. You know, you've got a tribe of five, Carson leaves. That's pretty dangerous having a new person... Uh, Come in. Uh, I didn't mean to say Carson left. Uh, Jamie left. Carson comes in. It's pretty dangerous. But Carson also feels like he's on the outs. He's in a very vulnerable position. Matthew has an idol. He's in a very safe position. So I don't mind him divulging this half-truth to Carson to try and bring him in early because he has some goodwill that can be burned and it won't necessarily cost him the game it might just cost him a short-term position and put him on his back foot but we're pretty close to merge time so I think there's plenty of wiggle room I, I like this move
0: then over on Soka where we don't spend much time here Jamie joins Soka Danny searches her bag but can't find anything but she has she thinks she has two idols. One's fake, though, but they don't find it. Immunity Challenge. It's very funny because this is the one where they have to jump off a platform, grab a key, and then swim. And Lauren misses the key in her jump, which is just fantastic.
2: It doesn't seem that like the keys are that far away from the platform. Maybe it's a little deceiving, I guess, but I, I, I don't know. I don't know how hard Lauren was really trying here. It's always weird to me because it seems like there's people who can't jump. And it's just, like, that is mind-boggling to me. How can you not jump? But at the same time, like, there's people like Carolyn in the Slingshot Challenge who just couldn't understand physics. Yeah. So <laughs> maybe it's just, like, parts of random challenges that some people just are inept at for some random reason. I mean, reason. I can understand,
0: like, being completely inept at physics, but how—unless you have, like like, a physical ailment, how can you not jump? I just, that's just baffling to me. I don't, I can't wrap my head around it.
1: One thing that gives me a small amount of anxiety watching this particular change, it looks like so much fun. Mm -hmm. All I'm thinking about the whole time is how they're standing on a wooden platform that people are getting out of the water (laughs) and going and tracking up on. So if you're the third or fourth person to go, you don't have a dry like landing pad. You don't have a dry runway. And I, I I'm thinking specifically about Lydia from a couple seasons ago who couldn't jump and get the key period. It might be super wet and super dangerous up there. It is typically the people who are
2: later on in the challenge that struggle the most. So that that could be possible.
1: This is just one thought because we don't ever zoom in on the water puddles on True. top. But I mean, who who belly flopped? Was it uh, Lauren, Lauren? Yeah, yeah. Who, who belly flopped? <laughs> like That's not something you do if you had control when you left your feet. So I'm, just, I'm just sure. a thought. Still looks like a ton of fun. She
0: redeems herself by doing the puzzle, and they, they have a comeback victory over on Ratu. Soko gets first, Ratu gets second, so Lauren redeems herself in that challenge.
2: And particularly, uh, Jam Jam really struggled with the, the balance beam side. Yeah, to slow Jam Jam the, the, the balance beam pretty badly. All right,
0: so Tika's going to trouble Council. Josh is the obvious target, 3-1 to one at this point. Jam Jam says he thinks Josh is going to come for him, and Karen's like, oh, why do you think that? And He's like, this is, this is going to sound rude, but they think I'm a threat, and they don't think you're a threat.
1: Yeah, yeah, that right. did sound rude. That, that does sound rude.
2: <laughs> and, well, that was surprising for him to say. What was more surprising to me was what Carolyn said next. And it it, it was something along the lines of, oh, well, that wouldn't be the first time that you said that. So yep. this has come up before. Yep.
0: I'd, and we haven't seen that. Trouble in paradise. And so i suggests, like, hey, why don't we tell Josh to vote for Carolyn? And she's right here. She's part of this plan. Carolyn, you're the fake boot. We've seen this. Many, many times in Survivor. And you know how often it works out? Not often. Because the person who's the fake boot gets pissed and flips the game. Fair. That's what you should do. If someone, like, throws your name out like that, and, like, you're, you're the fake one, just in case he plays an idol. The hell, that means I'm going home. And so, no, absolutely flipped the game at that point. And ideally, doesn't happen this time. You flip the game on that person because they clearly don't value you enough. So get rid of Jam Jam in this case. That's not going to happen. But uh, Carolyn is going to flip, and I do not blame her at all because of this conversation right here.
2: Yeah, and it's a really tricky situation for Carolyn just because we're talking about a now remaining group of three from your original mm-hmm. tribe, people who you think are your closest alliance members. I know you haven't really worked with Sarah much at all, but especially JomJom, where that is your closest person since whatever, the first tribal. Flipping on him, what's next? <laughs> like, are you going to just pair with Josh and go off with the rest of Soka once you once you merge? Like, I I understand the reason to flip, but the, the path forward just becomes that much muddier now.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You're you're in a tough spot at this point. But it's still the right thing to do because you gotta break this up, go full mercenary.
1: With Carolyn, I know you like we've we're saying this is a pretty unique, tricky situation. Well, Carolyn's a pretty unique, tricky kind of player to begin Truth. with. The fact that Jam Jam didn't want to be fourth on a tribe of four and decided to ally with Carolyn to force the issue, play chicken with Carson and Heidi and Sarah way back when, you know, a couple of weeks ago now, I guess. You're now uh, reaping that which you have sown and you haven't treated the relationship with enough care by saying things like, oh, I'm the biggest threat. I'm a big threat. They're going to target me because I'm a threat. You're the decoy. You're the decoy. That's going to grate on a person if you're on an island and, you know, no one is actually greater than another, especially in an uh, an advantage idle heavy season where everything can go amiss. You just got Jam Jam's got to be nicer. He, yep. a, and, and I'm not saying he's not nice. I'm saying that he's being arrogant. Yep. The hubris, if he does get voted out, will be his downfall. I am still on the Jam Jam tram, but I have one foot off. You know, he's he's my way to pick. I
0: join you, and I regret it. <laughs> I
1: hey, went off. There's
2: room on the Danny train. Can't do that. That's not
0: how it works. <laughs> I'm stuck until until we crash. I'm I'm stuck on this thing. But Sarah and John John tell Josh they're like, oh yeah, we're, we're voting Carolyn. Yeah, you got to vote Carolyn. Carolyn and Josh talk, and Josh is like, yeah, they're coming for you. I could I could play my idol on you, and then we could take out Sarah. Josh, don't do that.
2: <laughs> Josh, no. <laughs> but I think this is the perfect thing to say. Yes, perfect like, thing to say. For anyone who's in this spot or like a similar spot, since this is very rare, You know, telling someone that you're going to play it on them and then playing it on yourself has been done many, many times before. And it works out a yep. lot because you get to influence that person's vote before they know whether or not you're going to play the idol on them.
1: Give them hope. Yep. Mm-hmm. Dangle it.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, you, you got to be quicker
1: than that. Vote for Sarah. Give them a
0: little <laughs> carrot, but you never give them the carrot. So they decide on Sarah... What do you think between Sarah and Jam Jam? What do you guys think about that one?
2: I thought about it for a while. I do like it. Okay. Because I think you're going to lose Sarah regardless. or You have a very good chance of losing Sarah, like, come merge time. And not, like, someone who's probably not going to work with you. Jam Jam is at least a knowledgeable player who... Hopefully, you know this can be a little bit of a reality check, or just kind of like put him into in his place here, so that he's not just you know the big threat that he thinks that he is. And maybe you can get something together after this after this vote, and you know kind of bring that alliance back together going forward as just like your nice
1: tight duo. I agree. It's pretty similar, but I'm gonna I'm gonna phrase it like this: of those three, especially after what we saw with Jam Jam. Josh is targeting the person who is the most down-to-earth. I genuinely believe that, which lends to her ability to assimilate come merge time. And if he wants to create a little bit of chaos right now and hopefully not go back to tribal, target that person who's going to be craftier, who's going to be a little more tricksy, and Jam Jam and Carolyn, who are both kind of space cadets, frankly. hmm Maybe you can manipulate them a little bit more. And now by getting Carolyn to flip, at least in terms of votes, there's another fissure that you can immediately exploit to maybe keep you around if you do have to come back. I I don't necessarily think that Sarah had strong enough of a connection with either of them to feel that betrayal had something happened differently. So I I do like the move. Yeah. uh, You know,
0: I kind of come down on Either way, I'm fine. It's kind of whatever Carolyn and Josh are most comfortable with because they have more information than us. And I, I see the pros and cons to both. And ultimately, I would have been fine either way.
2: The thing that'll be interesting to see come merge time is, this, is if this, like, really lessened Jam Jam's threat level. Sure. Because, you know, maybe if they would have stuck together and Josh goes out or maybe they win immunity and don't go to tribal until merge time, I could have seen Jam Jam be in early, like, Post merge target to go yeah. out, but at this point he might end up now being off in a in a better position long term. I'm predicting he goes home in the
0: episode where they go to two different travel councils when they split like five and five, and he'll go home in one of those two. It's on the
1: call right now. And I do agree with Josh for Jam Jam in particular. How should he view this vote? He should view we it as call. a yeah a <laughs> humbling experience, and he should be gracious for the second chance that he still has. Carolyn, his historically closest ally so far, like. She could have stabbed you in the back. Instead, she just stabbed you in the leg. Yep, he's
0: got to really change some stuff here, and, yeah.
1: he, and he should actually like be paired with her as a
0: duo, not just like say that he is. I don't know if I agree with that one. I think he should say that he is until he doesn't need her.
1: But if, I, but if, I think he's going to need her the entire. That that's the thing. Yes,
0: but until he
1: doesn't need her. <laughs> yeah, if if you can get into the situation, I think literally anybody ever. If you no longer need the Nora, the Debbie, or the Carolyn. <laughs> Get prob- the Abby Maria, you probably get rid of them. Yeah. Uh, that, that That's just good sound survivor
0: uh, logic. Too unpredictable. Trouble Council, Jam Jam really leans into Carolyn being the target. He's really playing it up, going for the Emmy here, uh, which doesn't really help anything.
1: <laughs> well, and Carolyn also, she gets the Oscar. But she believes it, it
0: seems like. She partially believes this, it seems he, like.
1: Yeah, that's the tough part. Is I don't think Jam Jam really
2: realizes that she's only like half-acting, yeah. if at all. Like, she might not actually be acting anymore. I'm
1: not normal. <laughs> <Yes>.
2: <laughs> and she
0: has the greatest, like, freeze frame of her voting. Just her face while she's voting is hilarious. <laughs> but Josh is going to end up playing his idol. Two votes for Josh, negated. That leaves two votes for Sarah, she- She does not play her fake idol, so she thinks she goes home with an idol in her pocket. Hilarious final words. Carolyn doesn't play her idol either. So was this the right move? I think it's good enough.
1: Yeah, I'm good with it. The only thing we need to talk about, should Sarah have played her fake idol and should Carolyn have played her idol? Because these these are decisions that they made.
0: Sarah should have played her fake idol just to be safe. Carolyn was fine. Yep. Maybe that's results-oriented thinking, but...
2: And I don't know how it would have worked out here, but I'll even go one on top of that. Sarah should have played her inheritance advantage and then played her idol. Yes. Yeah. I, you
0: might have to play that before the idols are played. Yeah, I have no idea how yeah, it works. I think you have
1: to put it in like the urn. And we're never going to figure it out this season. Yeah. So. We have no idea how the
0: inheritance Until they put works. it back in. Someone,
1: will, someone else will have to get it. Yeah.
0: Next episode when <laughs> it, they go to Mystery Adventure Island. Ghost again, <laughs>
1: Island 2.0. Someone's
0: going to get the inheritance advantage. Someone's going to get the Tyler Perry idol and somebody's going to get knowledge's power.
1: Oh boy! Yay. Yeah.
0: How did that feel to hear? Do,
1: do you have the Tyler Perry idol? Kip finally works. <laughs> <laughs> what did Twitter
0: say?
2: Did that, Did the right person go home?
1: Yeah. So according to Twitter, fifty-eight
2: percent of people said that yes, the right person got voted out tonight. Okay. Yeah, it's good enough. Good enough. All right. Let's get into best and worst player of the episode. I'll go first. And I don't, I don't know.
0: I don't. I'm really curious to see what you guys have to say on this one. But I'm going to give mine to Josh. You know, you could criticize him for his bad lie about being a, uh, a physical trainer or whatever he said he was instead of a surgeon, every Suther. But more importantly, he played the idol, saved himself, and he got Carolyn to flip, got Carolyn on his side. So he's in a pretty good spot moving forward, considering what happened to him in this episode. So Josh, I'm my best play of the episode.
1: I actually. Feel, I picked the low-hanging fruit, and I said, Carolyn, yeah. you know, she had the fake idol plant and got it to Sarah. She connected well enough with Josh to where Josh was willing to divulge the idol information. She made the correct move by going with him to throw a vote on Sarah, and she correctly chose to not play her idol because she knew what everyone was doing. She, know, she knew they were trying to fake out Josh, and she knew that Josh was going to target Sarah. So she made the best of all of her information and came out uh, scratch-free.
0: Can't argue with you. I can't.
1: Yeah, I'm going to give it to Carolyn,
2: too, just because I feel like, you know, Josh, honorable mention, sure. um, but Carolyn just did more. I feel like, you know, I'm going to give them both equal credit as far as like going towards Sarah on this vote. Josh was just given the idol. He didn't really do anything for that it was a, a 100% no brainer to play it yeah. so it's like you, you get a little bit of a thumbs up on that but just the smallest the smallest ones but then she she did a great job with the fake idol and recognizing you know the situation that she's in with how jam jam is kind of viewing her. So I, you know, and, and acting on it actually, like not only recognizing, but also acting on it in
1: the correct way. So I'll give her credit for that too. And I don't, I I actually want to go back. I don't want to give Josh even an honorable mention. To be honest, my big issue is what happened in the first five minutes of the episode. We learned in this episode, exactly how bad of a social game Josh has right now to where we're not even targeting a power duo. He lucked himself out of that situation, uh, with an unprecedented twist that gave Derek partial credit on his prediction from last week. You know, and as far as Josh said with him getting the idol, that's like handing a five year old a twenty dollar bill and saying, You have to spend it before we leave the store. Of course you're gonna spend it. So <laughs> You've convinced me I changed you. money, Carolyn. Woo! I did it. Yep. <laughs> Good job, Derek.
0: Thank you. it was it was both of you to be fair. Yeah. I'll give you both credit for that. You seem
2: more impressed by Derek though. Uh, so I, I think you know I was I was
0: really like <laughs> Because I had been like eh, before we got here, and I'd considered flipping, and you guys were making some really good points. I was like, maybe I should flip. And then Derek, like through that beginning part, I'm like, you know what? I forgot about that. That's enough for me.
1: I will say, my honorable mention goes to Matthew for uh, his social work with Carson. Matthew solid too. Yeah, he, uh, he got I, to the, the beach. I wasn't really considering him just because I still don't know how I feel about it. Sure. Oh, it, it's it's a low honorable mention, but like those were my two finalists for best player. Yeah. All right. How about worst player? Derek, who do you got? <laughs> I have Jam Jam. Bro, he'd be flapping those gums. Uh, you <laughs> you have to make your alliance members feel close to you. You have to be willing to play the game of Survivor. And he, he threw his team member under the bus, and he was acting all surprised after that vote. Like, why did you do this? I can't believe that that happened. And to Josh's point earlier, when we were talking in the podcast, he has been talking himself up. Allah, honestly, he reminded me a little bit of Russell Hands, like not as sinister or as, you know, uh, filled with like vehement or whatever, but he's a big threat. He's the guy. He can't be doing that. Mm -hmm. Josh? Yeah, what
2: Derek said. It's mostly just Jam Jam by default. Yeah. Um, there, There really isn't anyone else to choose from. Yeah, I agree completely. I think... So the, the, it's just
0: the strategy of like telling the decoy boot through the decoy boot, unless you were on survivor one world playing with leaf and Christina, this does not <laughs> work because I was running through my memory banks trying to figure out like, has this worked? It worked on one world because Christina and Lee for the two worst strategic players of all time. And those are the only two that I think that worked on. I might be forgetting one, but those are the only two that come to mind. You can't do this. This does not work. This is a bad, bad, this might be like one of the worst strategic moves. In Survivor, just like on a success rate,
1: bad. Yeah, the only worst move might be telling everyone to vote for you and not having a backup plan, <laughs> right? The Zane, the Zane. The Zane. Um, my only other honorable mention I had, or dishonorable mention on this, was the rest of Soka tribe. But we also don't understand the circumstances of why Josh got sent to Mystery Adventure Island, so obviously yeah, couldn't. That's pick a big that yeah. question mark. I'm, like I said, I'm negating that. Completely. Right. I just, I just wanted to bring it up. I felt it was relevant. Let's get into who
0: is going next. Josh, take us over to Ratu. Who's going next? New Ratu. Ah,
2: New Rot too. You know, we do have Carson over there, but he's he's got this idol that would be a no-brainer to play. So, ain't gonna be him. So, there's a little bit of mystery going on with the, the edit and Matthew, but I don't think it's gonna be him either. I guess I'll go... You know, I, I've said Lauren a few times, so I'm gonna go back to Lauren here. I know I know the, the go-to pick might be Kane, but we really haven't seen a whole lot of Lauren, so it might just be an easy exit for her.
0: Yeah, I was considering between Kane and Lauren, and I, I'm landing on Lauren because she has been to Mystery Adventure Island, and she has some advantage, whatever it was. She's the, got the bank of vote? vote? Yeah, yeah, she got the bank of vote. Carson knows she, she's been to Mystery Adventure Island, so if they're going to come for him, he could just play as idol, and who knockout knock out? Maybe Lauren, because he knows she has something, and women have been going home. <laughs>
1: oh, no. So <laughs> I have Lauren. I'm just standing pat with Kane until I get more information. We don't know these people very well it's yet. It's true.
0: I'll take us over to Soka. It's really hard because Jamie's got this idol. This was a really weird, like, where is Jamie going to go? I'm just going to go with Matt because he doesn't have a vote. And so he's the least amount of power. Therefore, he might go home. So I, I don't really know for sure. But Matt's my, my pick. Derek?
1: I actually have Heidi. I, I feel like Franny and Jamie are going to come at the, the Danny-Heidi duo. And if Danny plays his idol, revote, and Heidi goes home. It, it could be just as well. It could be Matt. I just picked one. Yeah, that's, it's tricky
2: with, with Jamie being in there and having that idol. It'll be inter- interesting to see if she's going to be more public with it, that she has it to really influence the vote or not. I was originally thinking between Matt and Franny. This really does help that Matt doesn't have a vote, too. If he, if he did, I don't think it would be one of them. I will stick with Franny here. Okay. Derek, take us over to Tika, who's going next.
1: All right, so... We've got the humble Jam Jam, the ever-spacey Carolyn... Who has an idol. Who has an idol, and Josh. I do think that if Brass came to tax, Josh would go home. I think Jam Jam and Carolyn would come back together and realize they kind of need each other, and Josh is not going to stick with them come merge time. So if they do go back they almost have to vote out Josh and go in as a duo and have an unintentional Matt singing going on. I agree. I I think, I think it would end up being Josh. I think that
2: jam jam comes to his senses, gets a little bit humbled here. Him and Carolyn reunite and take on the merge as a power duo. (laughs) (laughs) The the
1: real power couple. See,
0: that's a a bad plan. I think jam jam has got to go. I think Carolyn needs to commit to Josh and abandon tika and try and join in with the soka group because she doesn't know how josh assumes he's close with them she doesn't know any better there's no way for her to know that josh
2: was the next target on that tribe so i think she's got to cut jam jam if they lose and go with josh interesting the interesting part is also whether you can argue whether or not she should do that it's what she will do too (laughs) (laughs) all right let's get into who
0: cannot win this game josh who can't win
2: yeah, it's it's a it's a big day, you know. We're we're finally switching off Carolyn here. Did you
0: both had Carolyn last time, correct? Yep. I've
2: had Carolyn since the beginning of the season.
0: Spoiler, because so, I, I I'm switching mine as well. Uh, again, again, I'm switching mine again.
2: Oh, okay. You know, I said last time that I was teetering between Carolyn and Matt, just because it seems like Matt really hasn't had a whole lot going on for him, uh, and he seems like he can't really lie at all. The other candidate here is is Josh, I think, but. He's just in such an interesting situation here that uh, I don't know. He could he could find his way out of it. So I'm gonna go with what my instinct was last episode, and I'm gonna go with Matt can't win this game. Okay, I had Josh last time. I'm gonna switch to
0: Jamjam, Jam, who is my winner pick because I think he's too arrogant to win. Hmm.
1: I haven't seen enough of enough of that. One one episode does not a characterization make uh, necessarily. But I do also flip off of Carolyn here. I think that for all of Carolyn's oddities, she is a genuine, likable person who is just a very interesting story, a very interesting exterior. But those people can win. You know who can't win? The most unlikable person. And I think that's Josh. The only way that Josh wins is if somehow this sounds awful... He changes his entire personality, <laughs> ends up with entirely new people, because most of his former tribe at this rate are making the merge, and he most likely needs to make it to the end with them. If that's the case, they're going to win over him. If they go to the jury, it might be because he flipped, but they didn't really like him anyway. They're going to be open to not voting for him. I think that Josh has the toughest, toughest road to win the game from here. And so for the purpose of, the, of this segment, Josh cannot win the game. All right, all right. I like that we have three different people. That's interesting. It's the first time, maybe ever, yeah. that we've had three different people. <laughs> start also, this. I don't think anyone's ever said their winner pick as uh, cannot. <laughs> yeah, that was the a game. very quick
2: change of pace there,
1: Ryan. I <laughs> don't, I
2: don't know if I agree with. Actually, I, I don't agree with it. That's but, fine.
1: You don't have to. But I uh, like
0: it, it, it's. There's, there's slim pickings here. And I think Josh moved up past Jamjam. I, though, I think there's
2: plenty of pickings. No, I think Josh is a great pick too. are only two choices. There is only two choices. You're dead wrong, Josh. Derek makes logical sense. Those are the only two choices. I just don't see it in Matt to be able to do it.
0: Matt could beat people if he gets to the end. Matt, can, if Matt Jamjam, Matt, Matt, Josh, feel, final Matt feels three, like a Matt zero vote, vote finalist to me. Matt gets the end with Josh and Jamjam. Matt wins. And,
1: and if I Jamjam wins that, if, if hands I down. and if I can throw some support Josh's way on on this one. We can use whatever logic we want to pick who can't win. I think Josh might be coming from an angle, editology wise, that he just he's not gonna win based on what we've That's seen. That's what I think is happening here. Josh's editology. Derek is, that is t- not editology. We've, don't think we've so.
2: hardly seen any of Josh. Josh's
1: editology.
0: Derek is road to the end. Yeah. he's got the toughest road, and I am social game
2: only. Well, I don't have road to the end. I have likability. I guess I would like the votes. That's not what I'm seeing. I, I do not agree with that, with the etiology, because I, like, I think the editology is more with Josh because of how little we've seen sure. him, and, and how selective of like the mentions of him that the edit has given us, whereas Matt,
1: everything we've seen has pointed to not a good player. I don't agree with you on that, because we've heard plenty about Josh in the last two episodes from people in his alliance, people out of his alliance, and people's overall impressions of him. Josh is not narrating his own story. Other people are narrating it for him, and it's not a likable one. People like Matt. That is
0: the most important thing.
1: I guess. Yeah, Josh,
0: I think you're dead wrong. I, okay, I think Derek that's has lo- some great amount of logic I can res- I can respect that.
2: Well I respect Derek's more than yours, <laughs> so funny. Funny. <laughs> at least we're in agreement right, there. I mean, Derek, who do you
0: respect
1: more pick? Mine or Josh? Uh, you have a worse pick. You, Jam, Jam, yeah! Jam Jam can hundred <laughs> percent still win this game. I, I do think it's too early. That said, I like the coconuts man. I do. That's that that's a great pick. My own winner pick. it's great for entertainment. Now, the real
0: person who can't win this game is Mike Gabler.
1: Yes, oh, yes, Mike Gabler actually cannot win this game until Mike Gabler is out waiting on Edge of Extinction. Yeah, Jeff Jeff is gonna be like, we have a boat out in the middle of the sea. You're gonna win reward. You're gonna go get to visit with a mystery person. But actually, it's gonna be swapping them out. They're one gonna person... give you advice on how to win the game. Alright, step one: be Mike Gabler. You step have two:
0: survivor winners. You're gonna get. You choose a path. You either talk to Mike Gabler, Chris Underwood, or Ben Driebergen.
1: Yay! (laughs) Brian Hardick. Just out of nowhere. Oh,
0: Brian Hardick. So here's the first thing you do is you shoot a puppy. (laughs) Oh, no. And then you appear in a softcore porn. No. And then you maybe say something racist off camera to a cop. And then you definitely say something about how women are cleaning up the camp as it should be. And And then you win. Oh,
1: Survivor Thailand.
0: I was watching. I, I t- I, this is a fun story. I, was texting, I told you guys about this, but I was watching Good Morning America yesterday, and just some random lady was being interviewed. She was wearing a Survivor buff, and I got really excited. I'm like, oh, this is so cool. This isn't even on CBS. Survivor Thailand buff. I'm like, but why? <laughs> why?
1: I, I, I like my theory the best. Someone bought them a, a buff, and the only one out there that was available was Survivor Thailand. It's the cheapest one. <laughs> That one's probably signed by Brian. Oh, wow. <laughs> this was signed by a winner. Here you go.
0: Nice. The only, I think, the only cheaper one nowadays would be Nick Wilson. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah, that, that. talk about
0: uh, nose diving stocks. Yeah, talk about uh, you know we went from uh, Brian Heidek as everyone's least favorite winner to Nick Wilson. As everyone's you know, least favorite winner.
1: and 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 on that, we really do try to stay away from politics on this because Survivor's just a dumb fun game and we're just a dumb fun podcast, but we are. Anti-Nick Wilson. Anti-Nick Wilson. That, uh, th- those kind of votes, they're either uh, made in bad faith or they are made incompetently, and uh, we are not here for it.
0: F-Nick Wilson, and if you disagree and have a problem with us bringing us up on the podcast, I don't want you listening to the podcast. Go to hell. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. On that really fun note, let's get into the survivor pool. Ah, yes. Where Derek can go bye-bye. Goodbye. All right, Josh. You and I are still alive. Last time, I had Matthew.
2: Still here. Who mm-hmm. did you have?
0: I had Danny, my winner pick. We're still here. So, we stay alive. We get to pick someone who we have not picked yet.
2: And the uh, pool that we can choose from shrunk by another one yeah, was Sarah.
0: Yeah, Sarah. So, so far, I picked Lauren, Carolyn, and Matthew. My new pick tonight is Jamie. She has a hidden I down. I'm picking someone with an idol. I feel like, you know, I was leaning between her and Carson, but I feel like Carson has more longevity in the
2: game than Jamie. So Jamie's my pick. I thought the exact same thing. I don't think Jamie is too long for this world. She has an idol that expires probably within the next like two episodes. So play it immediately if you go to Tribal. This is probably the easiest one that we've had. All right. And now she's going to go home.
0: Jamie's (laughs) going home next and we're all all done. All right. Well, that's this episode. Uh, Did you guys have anything else? No. I got nothing. All right, we can follow us on Twitter, or Facebook, at CastawayPod on Twitter, uh, MySpace, maybe, I don't know.
2: Yeah, if you want to check out the uh, videos that we have for all of our episodes, Facebook or YouTube are good for that. And TikTok is the other one we have.
1: And, and not social media, but how about we don't invalidate certain people's lives? Yeah. Like, let's let's just all be kind and accepting. Be kind. And don't vote to take people's rights away. Yeah, yeah. So if, if you if you have a vote don't take away people's rights. Yeah. Just take away people's votes in Survivor. <laughs> you know, yeah, you, you'd really... Steal a vote. You, steal a vote. You, you really think that'd be something that everyone could agree on, not taking away rights. Can, we, can I play a, my vote blocker on Nick Wilson? <laughs> yes, a vote nullifier. <laughs> or a
0: steal a vote. All right. Well, on that really cheery note, this has been the Cast Week Consultants. Got nothing else for
2: you. Good night.